The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Welcome, everyone, to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host. Thank you for joining me, whether it be live or on demand. Our goal with the show is to provide information and support for those who want to take ownership of their health and regenerate their bodies, minds, and spirits. Our guest today, Bhava Ram, personifies the notion of regenerating one's body, mind, and spirit. Bhava, also known as Brad Willis, is a former NBC News war correspondent who worked throughout the world, including the Middle East, Africa, South America, and Asia. A broken back from a fall and subsequent failed surgery ended this career. And after this disabling condition came a diagnosis of stage 4 throat cancer, which developed as a result of exposure to depleted uranium in the Middle East. Today, we are going to talk about how he refused to give up on life and healed himself through the sciences of yoga and Ayurveda, as chronicled in his memoir, Warrior Pose, How Yoga Literally Saved My Life. Bhava, welcome to the show. Sandra, so good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled and honored that you're here. I thoroughly enjoyed your memoir, Warrior Pose, and recommend it to friends, especially those who have health challenges and need some inspiration. I really enjoyed the foreword to Warrior Pose that was written by mind-body pioneer Dr. Emmett Miller, who we'll no doubt talk about today. I'd like to read a couple of paragraphs from the foreword. He eloquently wrote, As my practice as a physician progressed, I witnessed how some patients healed and thrived as a result of specific treatments, while others worsened and succumbed, even though their conditions and therapies were identical. A did not always lead to B. One plus one did not always add up to two. I came to see that the patient could not be approached as merely a body composed of interchangeable parts, as the Cartesian model so prevalently taught in our schools of Western medicine. There was a far greater complexity to the human organism, and all its aspects needed to be addressed for true and lasting health to occur. A major key to healing, I soon realized, was the mind. Our thoughts not only determine our actions, but they also play a major role in the neurochemicals we create in our bodies as well. These chemicals, in turn, impact the integrity of all of our systems, from organs, bones, and blood, to our immunological, cardiovascular, and even emotional health. And beyond this is also a deeper realm, that of the soul. 
the more connected a patient is with his or her inner truth and authentic self, the greater his or her capacity to face the most formidable of life's challenges. That's beautifully written. And Bhava, it's my understanding that you use the spiritual sciences of yoga and Ayurveda to harness the power of your mind and soul to hear from a serious disability and potentially fatal illness. Can you elaborate on your journey from illness to health? What motivated you, for example? Well, I was dying. My doctors had told me with the stage four cancer that I wouldn't survive for two years. And I was more than a year into that process. And I also had a broken back and a failed back surgery. And Sandra, I was pickled on the finest medications that Western medicine could possibly provide. Vicodin and Valium and Prozac and morphine. And um, I drank a lot of alcohol, too. Basically, I had PTSD, not from all the war zones that I had been in, but from the fact that I was completely broken and I no longer had an identity. So I'd really become a master of self-pity and anger and fear and depression at this point in my life. And it was my little boy. My little boy had just turned two years old, and he was really my only relationship left. I had gotten so dark with everybody else, but he, of course, always had a soft spot for this beautiful child. He, he sort of lived on top of my body brace because I was always lying down. I couldn't even sit up to eat a meal. Just before the dawning of the year 2000, he looked at me, and in his own little way, he finally got it, and he sort of trembled, and he spoke three little words that cracked me wide open. Get up, Daddy. And honestly, it hit me in a place so deep inside that I didn't even know that I had, that all through the new year, this mantra, get up, Daddy, but how I'm dying of cancer, I have a broken back, get up, Daddy. It went through my mind and looped through my mind. And as the new year dawned, I decided the only thing I could do was to die with dignity because I knew I had become so deranged on all these medications and the alcohol. So I checked into a hospital here in the San Diego area where I live, into the detox unit. And I detoxed cold turkey off of what was in 14 years of heavy medications. And boy, that was a journey. And that's a movie in and of itself. And I crawled out of there dazed and confused. And the doctor said they had just started at Scripps Hospital an experimental east-west mind-body clinic for pain. Not for cancer. They couldn't help me there. But for pain, ancient eastern healing modalities, modern western holistic techniques. Sandra, I didn't understand a word that they were saying. But I grabbed onto it and just said, I'm all in. The very first thing I did was biofeedback, and they put me in a recliner, had me hooked up through electrodes to all my vital signs, my brain waves, heart rate, galvanic skin temperature, etc. And they played a guided visualization by Dr. Emmett Miller. And the soothing voice came on, and within 20 minutes, I think I relaxed for the first time in my whole life. And at the end of it, all my baselines on the computer screens were different and smoother. And I honestly felt a different taste inside my body. It was the second wake-up call after Get Up Daddy. And ultimately at this clinic, I started therapeutic yoga. And I was a cynical, jaded war correspondent who thought yoga was hooey. And 
I had my third awakening then. I just somehow knew this voice inside of my soul that my little boy had put me in touch with said, this is it. And I started reading all the ancient texts. Very soon on, the pain center closed. The insurance companies wouldn't reimburse the hospital for what they called alternative and unproven care. And there were three other people in the program. Two went back to alcohol and medications, and my best friend in the program took his own life. I went home, and I built a yoga room, and I started studying all the ancient texts and applying this incredible transformational science far beyond yoga postures to my life. That's an amazing story. And it was very touching in the book how you described your little boy saying that to you and how it motivated you. And what we didn't cover very much is the conventional approaches that you tried for your back and for your cancer. Why do you think they didn't heal you? Well, I had major back surgery called a fusion laminectomy at the base of my spine, and it failed. And I subsequently learned from research that about half of back surgeries fail. It's a very dangerous procedure because you're cutting the body and you're cutting into nerves and tissues and a whole host of things. And so that didn't work out too well. And for the cancer, I did have radiation treatment to my throat, which destroyed most of my salivary glands and uh, my thyroid and a few other things. And I subsequently found out that when cancers metastasize through your whole body, that you would have to radiate yourself so much that you would die. Um, so that treatment didn't turn out to, to be a good thing either. And um, my experience with Western medication was that you just palliate, you hide, you mask your pain, your emotional and your physical pain. Meanwhile, you slowly lose touch with who you are and you have no connection with your soul. And I was just slowly dying in the hands of Western medicine, which I don't want to overly criticize. You know, if, if I get hit by a truck, Sandra, I want to be in a Western hospital. I don't want to do yoga and Ayurveda. Uh, but many, many of uh, the multi-billion dollar industries that have been built around Western medicine treatments for major ailments aren't doing as much to solve the problem as we're now seeing that mind-body medicine can do. That's correct. Yes, I agree with you. Western medicine is wonderful for traumatic injuries like accidents. But when it comes to healing some diseases like cancer that may have deep emotional and spiritual components... Just going after the tumors, that doesn't provide deep healing. That, that may take care of a tumor or you may kill so much of the body along with the process that uh, it's really not much of a victory. Okay. And as we now know, your, your mind has such a huge role to play in whether you're going to heal it or not. Modern Western medicine likes to dismiss that as the, the placebo effect. Somebody in the control group gets a sugar pill and they still heal miraculously where other people who got the medicine so-called don't. And this just gets factored in and dismissed when they crunch the numbers. But this truly is the power of the body-mind complex, which is being proven more and more in the, in the cutting-edge research into science these days. 
Correct. And Dr. Emmett Miller that you mentioned is a pioneer in that area. And we will touch upon his work in a later segment because it is so important. And what I'd like to do is get ready to go for a first short break, but cue up the topic of the yogic literature that you dove into. Because I think it's very fascinating what you were able to learn and then apply from literature that was written thousands of years ago that is just as relevant today. And I think you're a living example of that. Sounds good to me. And that brings us to our first break. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And we're talking to author, yoga, and spiritual teacher, Bhava Ram. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned to learn more about Baba's inspiring journey. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and today we're talking with author, yoga, and spiritual teacher, Bhava Ram. And right before the break, we started talking about his healing journey, and he made mention of diving into some ancient yogic texts, which contain a lot of wisdom that can be applied to our lives even today in modern society. So, Bhava, let's get into that. 
and uh, go ahead and focus on all the texts that you looked into and be sure also to reference the yoga sutras because those have the eight limbs of yoga, which are quite fascinating. Uh, You don't have to get into a lot of detail with those because we're going to focus on those entirely next week with our guests, Darla Roselle. So could you please go ahead and elaborate on the text that you dove into and the wisdom you were able to extract? I'd be happy to. You know, most of us in in America and in the West think of yoga as yoga postures, um, challenging or restorative yoga postures, a physical activity. But that's just one beautiful and incredibly therapeutic piece of what I like to call the greatest science ever created of how to be a human being. Yoga is a mind-body-spirit science that obviously predates Western mind-body medicine and was incredibly insightful. You know, it began thousands of years ago before the written word with these ancient texts called the Vedas. And about 3,000 years ago, we, we got the Bhagavad Gita, the most widely read spiritual text in the world. About 2,500 years ago, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. Patanjali was a great practitioner of Ayurveda and yoga and a master of the Sanskrit language. And he wrote these terse aphorisms called sutras. That informs our word suture, stitching things together, that really articulated the science of this practice. And basically, to delve into the eight limbs, it's about... The first limb is about really getting right with the world and learning to practice fundamental philosophical precepts that actually change your inner chemistry, like peace and honesty and authenticity and non-possessiveness and not overindulging our senses. And then he dealt with these beautiful physical practices of purity, which means a whole food plant-based diet. And self-discipline that you practice every day in your own personal transformation. Just like we all brush our teeth every day. And this changes the destiny of our oral hygiene in a very positive way. Yes. If we just studied brushing our teeth and we never did it, things wouldn't work out so well. And the essence of the science is that what you do every day determines your destiny. Mastering your thoughts through meditation and positive affirmation, which the sutras noted so long ago, it changes your inner chemistry. Modern science has now documented this fact that when we are stressed and in the fight-or-flight mode, we're creating adrenaline and cortisol, which are great to have inside of us if we're trying to climb a mountain or rescue a child from a burning house or our life is threatened. But all the time, they're poison. They diminish our immune system and our capacity to metabolize whatever nutrients are in our chosen diet. And when you have positive emotions, Sanskrit, this is called the practice of Pratapaksha Bhavana. When you cultivate gratitude and forgiveness and humility and courage and faith and loving kindness and compassion, you actually create different neuropeptides in your body. And this was essential to my healing. You create things like oxytocin and epinephrine and anandamide. We now have high scientific technical terms for this inner nectar that helps you heal. And my body was full of those fight-or-flight chemicals for all the years that I was drugged up and depressed and had PTSD. So it was like a neurochemical purification that I went through with these 
positive affirmations and changing my whole emotional context. Physically, I relied a great deal on something called the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, also an ancient text, but not quite as old. I think it's from the 14th century, which lays out physical purifications. And some of them are, are pretty radical, but they're necessary when you're in a radical place of life or death that I was in. I began fasting for long periods at a time. I had gained so much weight with my meat and potatoes foreign correspondent diet when I'm laying around in a body brace that I had ballooned up to 225 pounds. And through this fasting, I took 80 pounds of toxic goo off of my body. And I became a vegan, a pure whole food, plant-based diet, which we now know that the protein in, in vegetables and plants shrinks cancer tumors, or as the proteins that, it, that are in meat and dairy tend to grow cancer tumors. So I was purifying my body in every way, purifying my mind. I think I took a thousand pounds of emotional goo off of my mind. And it was through these sciences that I was able to achieve what Modern science today is now starting to call self-directed biological transformation. Modern science now knows that when you change your lifestyle, mentally and physically, it starts to change your entire chemistry. Right down to the, the level of the enzymes that are on your DNA strands and your genomes. It completely changes the game. And we see more and more now that these techniques, it's ancient science that's basically postures, breath work, affirmations, meditation, profound relaxation, proper diet, being in nature more and tuning out all of the dissonance of mass media in our lives. These factors recreate your destiny. And they have proven now to be incredibly effective with PTSD, with heart disease, with cancer, with even diabetes and obesity and a whole host of issues that claim the lives of over two and a half million Americans every year. And the best news is they're free. They're organic. There's no list of side effects like you might hear at the end of a television commercial for a particular medication where they spend... 99% of the commercial telling you what great benefits you're going to achieve with this medication. And then this voice comes on and speaks so fast and says, may cause your eyes to fall out and your heart to explode and all, all of your arms and your legs to fall off and you may become suicidal. Right. If it well, doesn't kill you, it might help you. <laughs> I, I want to warn everybody of the side effects of these holistic uh, yoga science practices. Warning may make your life more beautiful than you ever dreamed, may move you towards owning your power and living your truth and manifesting your fullest potential, may not only change you, but may positively change other people in your life who have the experience of being around you when you change. Because we also now know that our inner chemistry affects other people's inner chemistry. Very interesting. And one point you made in the book is that you need to be careful about how you feed all aspects of yourself. 
And it sounds like that's what you were going after with this new lifestyle that you were pursuing was you were nourishing your mind, you were nourishing your emotions, you were nourishing your spirit, and most importantly, your body with a, an organic vegan diet. Um, so I think that's that's very fascinating. And the question is, how long did it take you to start seeing some beneficial effects once you started this new type of lifestyle? Well, you know, when the pain center closed there, and I came home and I built a yoga room, I started studying deeply and devoting every day, hours and hours a day when I wasn't with my little boy, to these practices, to studies and using my body basically as a, a scientific experiment. And I wasn't, we in the West, we, we want an instantaneous result. That's why we have powerful medications with all these side effects because they really give you a kick when you take them. They're concentrated. And it takes time and detachment as to the outcome for organic healing modalities to take effect. Within three months of practice, my horrible back pain episodes, it used to immobilize me for two weeks at a time and I had to lie in bed with a urinal, were down to about two hours of profound relaxation and, and letting go. Within about six months, I started to notice that my stiff old body, which had always been stiff even before I broke my back, was starting to become amazingly open and flexible to levels that I never dreamed. I, I could touch my toes when I folded forward, whereas they'd always seemed as far away as China before. That's In about a year, I noticed all of the effects of the chemicals wearing off of me. And that took some time. I noticed all the effects of the chemicals uh, finally uh, wearing off. And then over the, the second year, power came to me. I started to feel vibrant and alive and a raised level of what we call in yoga prana or life force inside of me and a capacity to go out and truly recreate my destiny and build a new life, the life that I'm living now sharing the, the, the potential of, of this great scientific yoga to help everybody heal and empower and manifest their destiny. So if I'm understanding correctly, it took on the order of years for you to really re-engineer your body, mind, and spirit. And I think your point is a powerful one, that these holistic approaches are not immediate, that there does need to be patience and an understanding that working with the body will take time, but that the eventual outcome is much deeper healing than uh, what a pharmaceutical drug will provide to you. And for most people, the good news is it's not going to take you years because I was a total train wreck mentally and physically. I was dying and I had PTSD and I was so drugged um, and overweight and broken, etc., that it took a long time to, to repair this human organism that we call Baba Ram now. <laughs> That's why it's better to be embracing these practices and harmonizing and aligning your life before things get too bad. Because if someone's just facing a little chronic pain now or emotional stress or 
other issues that they're facing, if they start doing this self-directed biological transformation gently yet consistently every day, the results will be a lot faster than they were for the record that I was. Wonderful points. And on that note, we are ready for our next short break. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and we're talking about harnessing the divine power that resides within each of us with author, yoga, and spiritual teacher, Baba Ram. Stay tuned for more good stuff. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called holdtreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at WCubedCommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and today we're talking with author, yoga, and spiritual teacher, Bava Ram. And right before the break, we were talking about harnessing the divine mental and spiritual power that resides within each of us, which is so critical for deep and permanent healing to occur. And Bhava told us how he accomplished this for himself. So what I'd like to ask you now, Bhava, is that some of our listeners may be struggling with a health issue and may be skeptical or overwhelmed or feel that they're not capable of healing themselves like you did. How do you make people comfortable with this concept and give them the confidence to get started? Well, first, anyone that 
that's facing that situation, I have a tremendous amount of compassion for you. I know what it's like. I had profound resistance myself. And you know, Sandra, we live in a culture that basically tells us we can have it all now with no effort at all. And we have a whole host of appliances to make life easy and creature comforts. But the truth is it always takes some effort and deep desire within us to make changes. And I would ask anybody, how are things working for you right now? And if they're not working really well, then you have to make some changes. Because in order to change your life, you have to change your behaviors. And the best thing to do is to take small steps and to have little victories rather than to try to change everything all at once and set yourself up for another failed New Year's resolution and just have your self-esteem lowered and give up on yourself. If you think you can, or if you think you can't, you're probably right. Yes. If you think you can, or you think you can't, you're probably right. Because the story you tell yourself is the very first step in determining your destiny. And if you're telling yourself a negative story, the whole world's going to rise up to support you in that negative story. And the same thing is true with the positive story. So how's your life working for you? Is it working well? Are you exactly the body weight you want to be? Do you have no stress and tension? Are you vibrant? Do you feel happy all the time? Do you have no aches and pains? Well, then do exactly what you're doing and don't change a thing. But if you are feeling suffering emotionally or physically, it's like the Spirit's calling you to change. It's like a hot stove burns the finger of the child who touches it, And that hurts, and the child gets mad at the stove. But it's really nature's loving way of saying, don't do that. Right. (laughs) Don't do that. And it burns so bad, the child doesn't forget. Well, if you're suffering physically or emotionally, it's nature's way of saying, you need to make a change. Now, nature had to beat me over the head with a big club a few times because I was type A. And I had a very fixated Western oriented, as I said before, jaded and and cynical outlook from having seen it all as a war correspondent and an investigative reporter before that for NBC News. Um, But finally, the pain was so bad that I embraced change. And when I did, the first thing I wondered was, why did I wait so long? Why did I wait so long and let it get so bad before I finally listened? And isn't it obvious If you're eating bad food, your body's not going to feel so good. If you're eating junk food or too much food, you're probably going to have a weight problem. If you're sitting all day in your workplace and never exercising, you're probably going to have a sore back and soft muscles in in your belly to support you. It all becomes very logical that you really are the sum total of what you do, of what you eat physically and what you ingest mentally as well. If we're watching, the average American watches eight hours of television a day. Eight hours. By the time you're 30, that's 40,000 hours of television. And most of it is designed to create that fight-or-flight response in you so that you will be agitated. Because when you're agitated, you become more susceptible to suggestion. 
And certainly with all the television commercials, they give us a wondrous, wondrous basket of suggestions to choose from to ease that stress and tension. But they never really work for too long, do they? And so when you withdraw your senses, what's called pratyahara, it's the fifth limb of those eight limbs of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali that you alluded to earlier in the broadcast. When you withdraw from all that noise as best as you can and still function in a fast-paced, busy world, but you tune out the unnecessary noise and you tune in the natural rhythms of nature, healing starts to happen. And it's not so hard. Maybe in the first three months it's difficult, just like you resisted when you were a child brushing your teeth every day and now you can't help yourself. But you will create a new positive habit that will replace old negative habits. If you go slow and you have faith in yourself and you stay gently committed, don't try to do too much at once and watch what happens. Ultimately, you will have a transformation. And a few little victories will lead to larger victories and larger victories and then you just can't help yourself. You're going to move forward. Nicely put. And you had mentioned previously that the work of Dr. Emmett Miller was very important to your healing, especially the first time you experienced biofeedback listening to his soothing voice. Can you get into his approach a little bit more and perhaps how listeners can learn more about his work? Well, Dr. Miller is now a very dear friend and a colleague of mine. And as you mentioned, he wrote the foreword to Warrior Pose, How Yoga Literally Saved My Life. And he can be reached at drmiller.com. He's done thousands of these beautiful audio tapes to deal with a, a whole host of mental and physical issues. But he was basically mainstreaming the wisdom of ancient yoga. And we've had this conversation. He was mainstreaming this science so that it could be delivered to a broader audience that might find Sanskrit words and the idea of yoga just out of the box for them, something that they would never want to experience. Even when he began, he was poo-pooed by the medical community. It's sort of like everyone says the earth is flat and suddenly we all realize it's round and say, oh, that's the way I always thought from the beginning. <laughs> and you know, now it's very it's proven what, what Dr. Miller was one of the pioneers of in terms of Western medicine here. So the idea that whatever story you tell yourself, whether it's someone else suggesting that story in an affirmation, or someone else suggesting to you in a, when you're agitated in a TV commercial that this particular product will solve all of your problems, it's going to have a profound impact upon your life. So through these tapes and these guided visualizations, you start to tell yourself another story, and it's one of harmony and homeostasis and inner healing that's absolutely profound. It takes more than audio tapes alone. These can form a great baseline for relaxation, which is the state we have to be in called the parasympathetic nervous system for healing to truly happen. But it also takes this synergistic blend of lifestyle changes, what I called before self-directed biological transformation, which is something that I, I taught last weekend with Deepak Chopra within his center. This is a term that I believe Dr. Chopra 
point himself and has done a lot of research on proving with Nobel laureates and Harvard researchers. And this means changing all aspects of your life, but making them softer and more natural, more intuitive, because deep down, don't you know it's the right thing to do? And every time you've had that fourth or fifth glass of wine or the third bag of chips, hasn't a little whisper in your soul said, it's not so good to do that? <laughs> we always <laughs> know. So it's really listening to our, our deeper voice and gently honoring that wisdom that's already inherent within us that fosters profound change. Excellent points about anyone who wants to pursue this path first, get out of a state of chronic stress and learn to relax the body and mind. And the tapes from Dr. Miller and visualizations from him, for example, could be a good way to do that. And then cleaning up the lifestyle so that your thoughts, what you put into your mind and your emotions, your food is very much cleaner. So that's a very good description of how to get started on a kind of lifestyle that will nourish and heal your body. And we have about four minutes left and in this segment, and I think it would be really neat if you could give a demonstration of what you mean by Pratyahara. Could you go ahead and do that? Sure. Here's a four-minute instant stress buster <clears throat> for anyone who's listening. Just softly close your eyes and notice that just by closing your eyes that you move from externalized to internalized awareness. And then begin to breathe through your nose a little more deeply and fully like a wave. Letting every in-breath be an affirmation and empowerment. And every exhale a healing and a letting go and a softening realizing what a miracle it is, the flow of your breath, this wave of power and peace. And as you continue to do this, feel your whole body as the temple of your spirit, as a sacred vessel. Send your breath to all the outer edges. Gently flood all the inner space of your body. Notice now, whether you're seated or standing or lying down, that you are totally supported by Mother Earth. You are supported. And she is in your bones, in your blood, in your organs, in your muscles, in your tissues, in so many ways on the physical level. You are her, and she is you. As you silently, softly chant, I, on your in-breath, am as you exhale I am like a yoga pose for your mind and as the mind settles just a little bit visualize that you're bringing your awareness from the externalized mind down to your heart center as if there were a golden flame right behind your breastbone illuminating you the home of your inner guru of your spirit I am and just let yourself be here now, knowing that you always have been and always will be filled with power and potential and that you are one with all that is. 
That was beautiful. Thank you. And that brings us to our final break. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And we're talking with author, yoga, and spiritual teacher, Bhava Ram. We covered a lot and we'll summarize and then close out by introducing a cause which is very close to Bhava's heart called Warriors for Healing. Stay tuned. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. A new health and wellness community is coming in 2015 called HoldTreatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. And welcome back. This is your host, Sandra Malhotra, and we covered a lot of ground in the first three segments with author, yoga, and spiritual teacher, Bhava Ram. We discussed Bhava's journey from disability and illness using the spiritual sciences of yoga and Ayurveda, as described in his memoir, Warrior Pose, which I highly recommend, as it is a riveting and inspiring read. He explained how he harnessed his inner mental and spiritual power to heal himself and provided recommendations for those who want to tap into their own power as this healing potential is open to all of us. Now, Bhava, would you like to leave our listeners with some online resources where they can find out and learn more? I'd love to. You know, I'd like to share first that this year I started a new foundation called Warriors for Healing, dedicated in our first year to providing these transformative services to our veterans facing PTSD, giving back to those who have given so much, warriorsforhealing.org. And we have a national movement underway, and we're already delivering these modalities. Dr. Miller is on our board, as are many other luminaries in this field, warriorsforhealing.org. And you'll find a lot of resources there, as you also will on on my website, bhavaram.com, B-H-A-V as in Victor, A-R-A-M.com. And our deep 
yoga.com, which is a home of our Deep Yoga School of Healing Arts that was founded by my wife and I, deepyoga.com. And all of those will have, I think, great resources for people to look further into what's possible in terms of self-directed biological transformation. Big term for the fact that yoga works and you really can change your destiny by gently changing your lifestyle. Okay. And let's circle back around to what you mentioned just a few minutes ago, which is your foundation, Warriors for Healing. Can you go into detail as to what that foundation hopes to accomplish with veterans? Sure. We're partnered with the Yoga Journal, which does conferences in major cities uh, around the nation each year, about six in all, and is one of the largest magazines in the yoga world. And we're partnered with the Give Back Yoga Foundation, which is delivering these services in VA hospitals and yoga studios and community centers. We have a whole host of resources to provide. Our premier Warriors for Healing event will be in late June here in Coronado, where I live at the historic Hotel Del Coronado. But we're starting a movement where people join our event page and they form little teams and they reach out for small donations to family and friends and we mainstream more this this information and the science that is life transformative and as we build this movement and we raise more funds we'll have this big celebration at the Hotel Bell during Yoga Journal Live's annual San Diego conference where I teach on faculty as well. And we will live stream it across the country for everybody to share in. One of the centerpieces of self-healing in all religious and spiritual practices, and certainly for yoga, is selfless service. And that's what this movement is all about, the power of selfless service. And through Give Back Yoga, we deliver and we're getting so many things out there to veterans and other groups that face serious life trauma. Next year, I'd like to focus more on women who have been victimized by uh, sex abuse, rape, domestic abuse, and so forth. And that's our mission, and we would love to have people explore that and join us in, in this movement. It's lovely. And your goal is to reach out to those who have been traumatized by various events, uh, veterans, for example, being one group. Can you explain what PTSD is and how yoga can help with that? Well, I had PTSD, as I mentioned, and I was on uh, the front lines of a lot of wars and refugee crisis and starvation and uh, areas of human suffering. And PTSD is where you have experienced so much stress in a concentrated way that you feel completely out of control and disoriented and broken. And oftentimes, more than what we have witnessed in the horrors of war on the front lines of a battlefield, because I witnessed a lot of that very close up, it's the fact that we've lost our identity. Many of our military members, for instance, who have been wounded psychologically or physiologically and they're no longer part of the mission they don't feel like there's any way forward they feel broken and what i want to say is i felt that way too but there is hope that at the level of spirit you are not broken and you can create a new mission for yourself in time it's possible 
and women who have been traumatized in the ways that I mentioned, they too feel like their identity was violently stolen from them and that they will never be whole again. And this, it doesn't end overnight, but through taking charge of our life, through changing our lifestyle, through coming into a a state of positive affirmation and relaxation and harmony, we can move past trauma and build a new life for ourselves. And through that process, most people will also be inspired to serve others. That's wonderful. And I'm a big fan of this project. And W Cubed is in the process of becoming a proud, proud Platinum Warrior level corporate sponsor for the event coming up in June. And I would recommend that any corporation that wishes to become involved with an organization that will serve veterans with the highest level of integrity, go ahead and become a sponsor by logging on to warriorsforhealing.org. And thank you so much, Bava. Really am so appreciative and honored that you were on the show with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being part of the Warriors for Healing tribe. And I hope that I can be a permanent member of your tribe as well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you really shared an inspiring story. And hopefully the pointers that you gave will inspire others to begin their own healing journey. And any listeners who have yet to try yoga... Please, if you have an issue you need to address or just want to improve your spiritual connection, consider checking out this deep spiritual science as it just might change your life. And next week, our guest will be Darla Roselle, who will expand on the eight limbs of yoga that we touched upon with Bhava. We are going to focus on that topic exclusively. I am looking forward to learning more about this fascinating subject. So please be sure to tune in. And until then, let's move the fun over to Twitter at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. We'll be right back.